0: thanks for downloading this episode from Teachers Talk Radio. You can find the full schedule and listen back to all our shows at ttradio.org. This show is brought to you in partnership with John Cat Educational, leading publishers of books, directories, educational guides and magazines aimed at schools in the UK and beyond. Enjoy the podcast. And good morning, Adziz. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. It's really, really lovely to have you here. Um, I'm sure it's a, a wonderful sunny day there. Um, can you just tell our listeners where you're based?
1: Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm based in Morocco, exactly in the south of Morocco, in a, in a, in a city called Guilmim. So this is where I'm. Located.
0: Okay. And I know you're a teacher. Uh, you do a lot of other things, which I'm sure we will talk about during the show. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about your teaching journey, how you started and what you do?
1: So, well, I started teaching in 2010. Uh, back then, my school was big and full of students from different backgrounds and also teachers from uh, different backgrounds. So uh, this is where I started teaching and then I moved to where I am now. So I moved to Bilmim. So my school now is a little bit small compared to the first one where I started teaching. So uh, yeah, so basically I'm now teaching, like uh, I have like more than 12 years of classroom experience. And, uh, yeah, this is shortly speaking,
0: I teach And what age ranges do you teach? Well, I uh, teach uh, students,
1: so I taught all, all types of students. So uh, what we call common core. So they are aged from, like, uh, between 14 years old and 16 years old. And we have also what we call first bucket. So 16 17 years old and uh, and uh, second book. so common uh, core so this is like uh, their first or maybe their second year in learning English and then first book, and then second book.
0: okay so they start learning English quite late and
1: yeah uh, this is like an issue we are having here in in the country, but uh, the ministry promised to, uh, to make this, uh, to make a, or to, to, to teach English uh, at an early age.
0: Hmm. How do you feel about that? I mean, how do you as a teacher um, manage to, to make up for that time?
1: Yes, so, uh, you know, when, when students uh, uh, are not having much ex- exposure to English. Mm. So the teacher in the in the classroom struggle a little bit because of, uh, you know, because students, uh, have problems in communication, grammar, writing, especially grammar and writing and communication. And other teachers, uh, you know, of course, they, uh, Use activities to, uh, you know, to help uh, you know students uh, improve their level, like drama activities, mm-hmm. like listening to songs, like participating in extra, uh curriculum activities. But but that's not enough because uh, students need uh, you know need more exposure in the classroom, and then because outside they are not going to use English outside.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, you know, a few students use, use English outside the classroom with maybe with the parents or or, you know, in other activities.
0: I know that there are lots of I mean, Morocco is a, a pretty popular destination now that tourism is increasing. <laughs> so there, Yes, <laughs> there seems to be a need for that.
1: Um, the Moroccan people, you know, uh, really love learning foreign languages. Mm. And, uh, you know, especially English, uh, you know, English now will take the lead in a few years and I think it will replace French, uh, but generally speaking, really uh, Moroccan people love learning four languages, English, Spanish, German, Italian, same thing.
0: So uh, do you think that they have a, um, uh, the, the competence? Of of learning a language because a lot of people would already speak two languages.
1: Yes, uh, that's really uh, funny in a way because uh, because sometimes you see people study the language, read books, uh, you know, and uh, master the, the the grammar, but but they they are not really competent speakers, and some people just get immersed in, in the language, you know, surround themselves by friends, talking to native speakers, you know, and, and they are excellent uh, speakers uh, of the language.
0: unlike like yourself. Um. <laughs> A little bit, yes. <laughs> um, well, how do you compensate for that in the classroom? What, what do you do with your learners and all?
1: Yes, uh, so, we are we have an English club in the classroom. Uh, we also uh, implemented. Uh, uh, we have participated in the International School Award. Uh, you know, uh, which was, uh, you know, uh, it's it's a program uh, uh, launched by the British Council, uh, where we collaborate with other schools from different parts of the world you know working on different sport projects uh, related to culture uh, related to food uh, clothes etc as i said we also have an english club in the classroom uh, in the school sorry and uh, you know the the purpose or the objective of the english club is to you know make students feel relaxed a little bit because in the classroom we tend to be a little bit tense and, you know, classroom discipline, classroom management, etc. But the English club is an opportunity for, for, for students to, you know, to relax and to, and to, uh, to you know, to uh, unleash their, their potential and their creativity. That doesn't mean that in, in the classroom they cannot do that.
0: Mm. But, you know, they feel more relaxed. English club, fantastic. And how often does the, the English club operate?
1: Yes, so uh, yeah, so per month, so like five times, uh, or five, we can have five activities per month. So it depends on the curriculum. It depends on students' time. Some students, you know, have exams. Uh, that's why we work with the the Core students, uh, the, the students who have their second year of exposure in English. Mm-hmm. These type of students don't have an exam, uh, you know, a national exam, mm-hmm. uh, and we work with the other types of students too. But uh, they are more like uh, hectic with their uh, preparation for
0: mm-hmm. the exam. Wow. What, what, what are your top teaching tools in the classroom? What would be sort of the five things that you rely on to ensure lessons go well?
1: Yes, I am really a huge fan of technology and I use, I use it I use it to be an Edmodo trainer. Mm-hmm. So I love this application a lot and uh, uh, sometimes I use it in the classroom with some students, uh, for example, I ask them to upload the application, uh, you know, for projects outside the classroom or for homework or... so I, I also use portfolios. Uh, so I ask students to, 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 to design their portfolios and portfolios is really my favorite tool because uh, I discovered some very, very interesting facts about uh, students' creativity, about, uh, about their skills in, in different uh, areas. Uh, and also, it's also an opportunity for me to track their progress. I always tell them that there is a difference between a copy book and a portfolio. Mm. So feel free to express yourself, etc. And of course, there are other tools like I, I try also to use posters. Uh, uh, dictionaries in the classroom mm. because uh, I, I tend not to explain the vocabulary I just give them uh, in a reading activity I give them the, the dictionary to, to do it themselves I'm yeah.
0: sorry, and you teach them the dictionary skills as well I assume how to, to... yes it's <laughs> challenging
1: sometimes because it takes uh, uh, so much time for mm. some students to search for one vocabulary. But I think if this practice is repeated uh, over and over again, it's, it's, uh, it becomes easy. And it also makes learning, uh, uh, you know, makes learning enjoyable and
0: stick uh, and
1: mm. in about, their minds.
0: What about online dictionaries? Would it be possible for them to have a dictionary on their telephone and use it in the classroom, or is that not an option?
1: Uh, so uh, we don't really uh, favor uh, online dictionaries, uh, but we encourage encourage them to to use actual dictionaries mm-hmm. because uh, you know uh, uh, online dictionaries they they might distract them they might you know, look for some something else. Maybe play video games,
0: or... mm, check a message, or yeah, send a yeah. message to the girlfriend. Okay, yeah. No, I think um, I noticed my son. He was in a very digital classroom, and he when he had his he had these huge Greek and Latin dictionaries that were really heavy, um, and <laughs> they eventually allowed them to actually use the online version of the dictionary, but the, it was within an application in the classroom, which meant they couldn't go into other um, into other parts of their devices. They had everything on iPads. So, um, yeah, no, it's, um, I think, actually, I think it's a, a really important skill for learners to have is to actually you know how to use a dictionary and interpret um yes
1: <laughs> it's a very important skill yes especially in reading
0: definitely yeah well definitely any other any other tools that really help with your teaching yes i i
1: sometimes also uh, but not not something regular i i use uh, like uh, Four point slides. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, for example, you know, uh, in uh, for example, if I wanted to present uh, uh, a new unit or or explain certain uh, difficult concepts, mm-hmm. I I use this. But uh, we uh, we we most of the time use the, the tools I told you about. Okay.
0: What's it like to teach Moroccan students in general? What are their what are their strengths?
1: Yes, uh, well, uh, generally speaking, uh, students love uh, learning languages. Mm. But, you know, there are different types of students. Yeah. Uh, you know, some students learn the language uh, autonomously, uh, and these types of students are very excellent in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And others, you know, the only exposure, uh, to English uh, is mm. in the classroom. Mm. Outside the classroom, they don't watch movies. They don't listen yeah. to music. They, they, they don't also do, do their homework. So in the classroom, it's difficult for the teacher, uh, to, to you know, to really uh, teach them because they, they lack, uh, so many skills, uh, uh, in 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 you know, especially in grammar, writing, and uh, uh, communication. But generally speaking, students are are very willing to learn, and they are passionate about uh, English, and they love English a lot. Mm.
0: That's very nice to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, give me one second. Oops. Okay, um, could you talk us, um, well, what areas do you think that they need more support in? As you said, they, they need help with writing in particular. What kind of things do you do with them to reinforce that?
1: Yes, uh, uh, you know, that, that writing is uh, a productive skill. It's not like teaching grammar, you teach the structure, You practice the structure, then you produce the structure. Mm. So writing is a process. So uh, and I am also, I love writing a lot. And I know that to be a good writer, you have to write, simply speaking. Mm. You have to write. And also, writing is also related to reading. Because you cannot write from an empty mind. You should read. That's mm-hmm. why I encourage learners to read a lot, to read, and we we also had um, uh, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. We had uh, we started a reading club, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like uh, three or four years ago, and what 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 we do is not just I give just stories to to, to learners, students to ask them to read them, and summarize them. Some some of them they they just summarize without reading. You know, some of them they read they read the stories, and uh, you know, write a short reaction about them. So this will help uh, them gain new vocabulary, new expressions, and also will help will help their writing skills uh, to 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 be better.
0: Definitely, definitely. I mean, yes, reading is is important. Um. For for also just for vocabulary development and noticing structures, um, it's fundamental. Um, you work a lot with teachers and and teacher training. Um, what advice um, would you give to teachers starting out with students?
1: Well, yeah, I work a lot with teachers, but I am not really an expert. Um, I I learn a lot from teachers, honestly speaking, I, I, I feel like I, I really need a lot to learn because teachers are unique. Uh, they have, they they have different approaches. They they, so I all the time learn Mm. from, also from students, uh, and, uh, from teachers, from teacher trainers. But I think my the only advice that I can give to 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 anyone starting uh, in this profession is to be modest and to be to listen uh, uh, to to uh, to people with or without experience. Just listening is really really a powerful skill that we should develop because uh, when we talk. Uh, uh, and we don't listen a lot. We, we face problems in communication. We face problems in, on so many different levels. So uh, listening and being modest, because there is a lot to learn. There is a lot to learn. Even if you, are, you think you are an expert, you will be shocked someday that you, you still need a lot to learn.
0: Yeah, I think I, think it, I, I, I totally agree with you. And um, I like that advice very much Um, but I think that we can always learn something Um, certainly the pandemic taught us that (laughs) we thought we knew what we were doing and then we didn't Um, but it's uh, you know it's we're always learning something and in particular from our students that's really really nice Um, so you have you you do a lot of um, you you said you're not really a teacher trainer but i think you probably are i think you think you probably got a lot to offer um what what prompted your interest in teacher training
1: well i i, I have completed uh, some some courses online regarding teacher trainer uh, teacher training and i think it's uh it's very important uh for us to uh to 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 see things from that perspective so uh, we would like teacher trainers who really understand uh, teachers in the classroom who help and advise teachers in the classroom uh, it's uh, uh, we it's not like uh, you know just giving uh, comments or Without like uh, support and encouragement. So, uh, as I said, um, I'm really aspiring to develop this area a lot. Uh, but I also need to develop more experience in the classroom because to observe another teacher in the classroom, you need to have experience uh, in the classroom. Mm because it's not easy to teach the training, is not easy, so.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, what we're going to do is we're just gonna go and have a quick break for the news and uh, we'll be back uh, to hear more about your very, very interesting journey. Um, I will see you in just a minute.
2: Okay.
0: Thank you for joining me again. Um, I'm so glad you're here. Um, you organized, uh, you, you have a massive online group. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about it?
1: Well, so uh, the idea uh, came uh, in 2020. Mm. Uh, we really, uh, we started this uh, like project uh, the everyone academic project with uh, with a teacher in Egypt so uh, and she's a female teacher more specifically because i I work a lot with with with, uh, with, with teachers from different parts of the world and especially uh, you know uh, you know primary school teachers
2: hmm. and
1: also a, a high school teachers. So we started this idea, um, uh, and to to like um, uh, just to uh provide the resources uh for for teachers to provide maybe learning solutions, and uh, to to uh, to you know to face the 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 issues the challenges we are facing in the classroom, mm-hmm. like uh you know, challenges in reading, in writing, in communication, in teaching grammar, in lack of interest, motivated students. Uh, so this is uh, basically uh, the concept. And the mission is to, of course, to encourage online collaboration and to, you know, among individuals mm-hmm. uh, and to, like, uh, because as, as I said at the very beginning, we are not experts. We need others all the time. Uh, having conversations with others really help find solutions. And this is not only in teaching, it's in all the other domains. You, you cannot solve problems individually. Mm-hmm. That's not possible because we are unique. And when we involve other people, in the conversation, we get new perspectives, we get new ideas, mm. and that's that's you know that's true in the teaching profession.
0: It's a sharing. It's a very sharing and caring environment. Um. And yeah. what countries do you reach? Where are, Where are most of your your teachers within the group?
1: Yeah. Uh. So. Teachers come from different cultural backgrounds, so, for example, we have teachers uh, from and scholars from the United States, and uh, we had uh, for example, uh, five sessions uh, and webinars with uh, our friend uh, Stephen Krashen about uh, you know about reading, about uh, grammar, about language acquisition. We have also uh, sessions uh, from United uh, Kingdom and uh, not only uh, where, P- where native speakers exist, but also we have sessions from uh, Morocco, from Palestine, from Egypt, from Canada. So, you know, it's, it's
0: uh, diverse. Very, very international. I mean, Stephen Krashen is, um, you know, he... <laughs> He he is sort of one of the the gurus of English language teaching. Um, how did you manage to meet him? And
1: yes, uh, the 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 thing is that uh, before I started the academy, the Everyone Academy, I was uh, you know a member of so many professional development groups, mm. and I I. I did uh, did uh, so many uh, voluntary activities. For example, I write for blogs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, you know, I, 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 I took so many courses. So, and, uh, you know, the, so in this way, I, I, I was trying to make connections and to expand my professional learning network. So one of the network was uh, for example, the International Development Institute. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I had so many uh, friends there. Uh, and uh, I was really a huge fan of Russian. I, I read a lot about him. And uh, you know, uh, so he was my friends on Facebook etc. Uh, and I also took some of his courses. Uh, uh, one of the courses that uh, he had on online, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so it it was just like um uh, uh, was like a part of the network that that's that I had that I built
0: mm-hmm. some um, amazing, yeah, no, I, um, and he's very, very interesting to listen to <laughs> obviously yes,
1: I, I i I love listening to him a lot. He's very simple and uh, you know. He, he likes he likes to tell things in form of stories. Mm. That's, that's why you, you you can't get tired of his, his talk.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a series of little anecdotes, isn't it? And um it's lovely to listen to. Tell me about some other you know what are your favorites? Who are the people that have really impressed you um with the webinars that you run?
1: Uh so uh... The, uh, for example, the, uh, the guest speakers uh, that we have, you know, each one has, you know, each one is unique in his own way. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, uh, you know, I enjoy learning from, from all of them. Uh, not necessarily the, the popular ones, there are also teachers, who are not popular but they are really awesome for example we had uh, we had uh, teachers uh, uh, from Morocco and teacher trainers also uh, who, who are really excellent and we learned
0: a lot from them
1: mm.
0: yeah. what are some of the topics that have really appealed to you then
1: so when we started the academy we me and the teacher from Egypt we had like objectives we said that we need to focus uh, on three areas on teaching reading uh, vocabulary, etc, and uh, teaching writing and technology integration mm-hmm. But when we started uh, you know having uh, sessions on reading, we discovered that in reading there are also other areas there is fluency, there is vocabulary there is <laughs> it's so, endless <laughs> yes it's endless and uh, technology integration is really a huge uh, area so you know it's limitless so that's why we try to expand the scope uh, or the reach you know or have
0: more,
1: more, more webinars on, on on more topics
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, and how often? I mean, I see you have like webinars, five, six a month. Is that would that be right?
1: Yes, yeah. We started, for example, uh, two years ago. We started with this this level, uh, six, seven per month. Mm-hmm. But now we are moving to creating courses, and we, we slow down the, mm-hmm. the process a little bit. Uh, you know, we we have. We have designed uh, some courses uh, related to teaching British English. We also uh, are developing a course on teaching young learners and uh, uh, other courses, other courses also about leadership, etc. So, you know, we are starting to uh, make uh, list webinars per month, so four or five or
0: wow it sounds um it sounds fabulous and um there's no cost for it you do it, you just do it voluntarily yeah
1: yes this is like a voluntary work uh we are not a non-profit organization mm-hmm. so uh you know we just help teachers uh, get access to information as i told you we had five sessions with Krashen and uh, we provided like more than two thousand certificates for, for people Wow. Uh, so
0: it was all free mm. no, it's amazing um it's wonderful that, that... we
1: would like to uh, keep this community growing because uh, mm. uh, we we uh, the only the only you know uh, fee that we uh, get from from participants only for creating certificates, because there are people who design this and uh, need to be compensated for their time. Mm-hmm. But when we started two years ago, it was uh, all free. Okay. That's amazing. And it is also now, it's also free. But just the
2: Very
0: inspiring. Tell me, who are the people that inspire you?
1: Yes. so. Uh, a lot of people uh, uh, sometimes I get inspired by my colleagues uh, for example, uh, an experience or a project that they do with their uh, with their students or uh, I just uh, can get inspired by listening uh, can get uh, inspired by sorry by listening to a conversation or reading a book or just a quote or. Uh, you know, you know there are there are there are uh, so many people we can get inspired from. Mm. But my favorite ones, like uh, I like, for example, Denzel Washington. I <laughs> I love him a lot. I love his movies, and also I like uh, Thomas Hardy. I am a huge fan of the Victorian fiction.
2: Wow!
1: Yes, and. Uh, yes yeah, so that's uh, one of the people
0: i like wonderful wonderful and so have you got plans for the future what are your what are your personal goals for the future
1: yes uh, my personal goal uh, is first of all to you know get a master degree and to finish my phd uh, in TSL
2: mm-hmm.
1: and to really write a lot i am willing to write like uh uh you know books related to uh, this experience uh you know, uh, uh the classroom that i had and experience also i had with people online especially when it comes to technology integration
0: you 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 seem to be very very focused on on technology and integration. Is there any a, a particular area of that 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 is um, your focus, for example, of your master's or your PhD?
1: Yes. Um, well, I I uh, as I said, I really uh, love online learning a lot, mm. and I think it has impacted uh, my personal and professional life. Mm. Uh, and it it is also, I think online learning or distance learning or, you know, is, is, is really helpful for, for, for teachers who are seeking professional uh, development opportunities, because now we cannot wait for others uh, to, to make us improve or to make Mm -hmm. us develop. There are a lot of opportunities, and especially online and uh as i said um, i I also like design courses online. yeah, that's why i I mentioned technology integration and technology helps in this regard because technology can help you create posters, videos mm. uh, quizzes, assessments
0: etc yeah, it definitely it has changed our lives as well. Um, I'm not sure about you but um, uh, well I'm in Italy and Italy has actually just banned chat GPT I'm not sure if you have access to it there or if you've used it Um, but it was a fantastic tool (laughs) Um, you ask a question and it comes up with the answer almost straight away Um, but in Italy it's just been banned I'm not sure have you had any experience with it
1: Yes, uh, I uh, actually uh, had a friend, a very uh, uh, nice friend from from Japan, and uh, uh, she is called Dr. Louis Uhashi, and uh, we had a session uh, with her on this uh, on the impact of artificial intelligence on learning, uh, teaching languages, and we mentioned this chat uh, uh, GPT and. It was really something impressive, and I think it's it's really impressive. But we are not really uh, fully aware of the negative sides of this mm. uh, on our learners, because sometimes, uh, and we should really pay attention to that. Sometimes, uh, this application or this artificial intelligence uh, tool uh, provides incorrect and misleading information. Oh, true, true, I hadn't thought. Yeah. And uh, I think, but it's it's, uh, an awesome tool that, you know, like the other tools we should use it uh, carefully.
0: Yeah. Well, I can't use it where I am. (laughs) So I hope you get to enjoy it. I'm a bit, uh, it's very, very strange, Um, but there you go. Um, Okay.
2: Um, something fun about you. Tell us a fun fact
0: about you. <laughs> Perhaps people wouldn't know.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm not sure if it will be fun or not, but uh, uh, I I I I can't uh, sleep in a place where people uh, snore okay <laughs> yes. I'm not sure if this is funny or not but
0: no 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 I, I totally I totally understand <laughs> is it funny Um, and it's very very relatable for many of us I think yeah Um, but
1: but other people are like uh, you
0: know they don't they don't notice it yes it's it is interesting I'm more with you on that one if you <laughs> <laughs> if you were a virtual character, what would you be?
1: Maybe uh, an online translator. I help people translate uh, from one language to another.
0: How oh, wonderful. Wonder- and they help
1: spread the uh, information.
0: Okay. Do you have a favourite quote?
1: Yes. Uh, I actually have a lot of quotes, but my favourite one, it's kind of that's stuck in my mind. It's by Doctor Phil. Uh, uh, it takes a lifetime to build a reputation, and uh, five minutes to ruin it. Oh.
0: Yeah, well, let's hope it doesn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also have uh, have uh, another one uh, from my favorite actor, Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Luck is when opportunity meets uh, preparation.
2: Ah.
0: That's a nice one. I like the
1: that. one, the first one was, was a little bit negative. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, the first one I think is it, it's more uh, relatable uh, or it is more connected uh, to what people should do in their life. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know,
0: a... Sometimes things just happen though, don't they? Yes,
1: yes. I, accidents
0: happen all the time. Can happen and unfor- and it's unfortunate when it does and um it may not be um, it may not be their fault do you have a favorite I, film I, I knew I knew what you you don't you don't like the first one that's why I said <laughs> it's not up to me they're up they're your favorite quotes not mine
1: <laughs> yeah it's my favorite quote yeah
0: mm, yeah a favorite film something that you always go back to
1: Yes, I uh, I like, uh, you know, a lot of films, but my f- favorite one is The Walking Dead. It's mm-hmm. actually not a film, it's a series, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: an American series. Wonderful. It, Wonderful. It's great. <laughs> it's <laughs> again negative, no? <laughs> but but <laughs> I <like it. laughs> And do you watch it? it uh, it is just the title, but it's, it's very interesting. It's exciting and all uh, of suspense. Wonderful.
0: Very good. Well, it has been lovely talking to you. Um, thank you so much for coming on to this show. Um, if teachers want to get in touch and help out um, sharing information, webinars, um, where should they contact you, I see
1: Yes, there is like an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they access the website, the everyoneacademy.org website, there is an email there. There is also a WhatsApp number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, we received a lot of requests from people from different uh, parts of the world mm-hmm. asking about the webinar the program uh, or certificates. Later. Mm-hmm. So they can use the email or the WhatsApp
0: number on the on the
1: website.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. Um, okay. And I would as a as as someone who's already worked with you, um, I think it's really, you know, if you have something to share, as you said, um, it's a fantastic place for people to, to get in touch and and talk with other teachers. Um, I attended one of your webinars last week and it was um, it was excellent. Um, but we'll She'll be coming on my show in a, in a few weeks, so that will be good.
1: <laughs> yes, it's basically a community. As I said, no, no one is an expert. We, we are having conversations. We sometimes invite experts, mm-hmm. but we, 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 we just we develop this, this habit of listening to people, learning from people, having a conversation in this, in this community. That's yeah.
0: all. It's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
1: And thank Thank you very
0: much for your time today. Thank Uh, you
1: so much, Jane. Uh, Thank you so much for for this show. And uh, I wish you all the luck
0: in the world. Me too. I'll see you soon. Thank you. bye-bye. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.